As far as I'm concerned, the song stands the test of time. Episode 37. A little excitement, Nick. Kim Kardashian is now back to her pre-pregnancy body weight per Star Magazine or, or Us Weekly, whatever it was. But I, for one, was relieved because it was like, man, you know, I just, with everything going on, on top of everything else, Kim Kardashian, out, you know, out of shape, fat, but she's back to her pre-pregnancy weight. I just wanted to, I wanted to stand at, I was at Dollar General when I saw that magazine, and I just wanted to stand there the whole entire day, and anyone that went to buy it, I wanted to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> everything that's fucking going on in this world, everything that's fucked up, you give it, like, this is what you care about? Like, this dumb bitch that's not famous for anything except being a socialite, like, this is what, this is it? Awful. Dude. At least give me, like, if it's <laughs> if it's got Michelle Obama on the cover and there's some story about something she did, I can see that. Or oh, something. yeah, sure you Even can. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> but this bitch, who's she's nothing. Yeah, it is, it, is, it, is, it is pretty crazy. There's a lot of problems That's in the world. That's what this but world has one, come to. But the one that we need to hash out right now is what is her post-pregnancy weight. Plus, I feel like the bar's been raised, too. Every celebrity, I think, and this will be the second time I've cited Heidi Klum on this show, but I think ever since she, like, had... A bunch of kids and then went right back to being super hot. It was like, if you if you have a kid and you don't leave the pregnancy ward ten pounds or less than than your pre pregnancy weight, it's like you're uh you're garbage. They're you're probably old. the second the baby's big toe breaks the plane of her area, they got plastic <laughs> surgeons in there. They got, they've assembled a cast her of birthing plas- canal. <laughs> they've assembled a cast of uh, the best plastic surgeons in the world to to just zip them and and tuck them back up. I yeah I, I don't know what I wasn't too much of a fan of her post baby weight pre baby weight whatever the hell it is at least so, Jennifer Aniston is even if you consider her a no, like a talentless hack as far as an actress at least she's, she's done something no but if, oh. if, if you were buying a Star magazine <laughs> you, think like, those, you think those I want to know what's going same? on with her she looks great for having like zero that? kids but no yeah I know what you're saying exactly but I mean that's what you're caring about I, I want to know about her getting back to her pre pregnancy weight. I'm just saying, like, hey, you want to pick up a magazine that's got something about Jennifer Aniston? Maybe she got her heart broken again. Maybe you can care. Maybe that's a little bit of interest. But really, Kim Kardashian. I, I can't waste my time on that when I don't know if Selena Gomez and the Biebs are back together. I can't. I can't sleep at night with both of these things going on. It's just too much. It just seems like a huge waste of a hot chick. <laughs> it's a clot. Which one? Bieber. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. No, I mean, Selena Gomez. That's got to be some sort of publicity. Stuff. Do you think if you were put in a room with Justin Bieber, you and like just you and him, you'd He'd be able come to, out alive? You'd be able to yeah, restrain yourself from up? punching him in the face. I would have to punch him because he stood on the Indian head. What's, so all what, all the other stuff aside, the what? The Indian head. What are you talking about? When he went to the Hawk Stadium, he went to take pictures of the Stanley Cup, and he did not respect the Indian. He's he, not supposed to step on the Indian head. No, no, no. If, it's this thing that they do even the players and coaches and the media all know they're you're really scrutinized if you do and you're kind of shoved in a locker yeah but all the players and coaches you walk around it and when they have you know on the center of ice or you're talking about somewhere no no in the locker room oh in the locker room yeah Hmm, when everybody comes around and grabs a knee it's respect the do you think guys immediately grab their towels when beaver came in the locker room or no i think they let it hang to show off (laughs) i would have been like beaver one day this could all be yours (laughs) 
I'll have to add a, a sound effect of a swinging pendulum. <laughs> oh, you need a pendulum, yeah. No, but yeah, he when, he when he took his picture of the cup, he stood on it while he took it, and it was a big thing. He's so him. I don't I'm really sure care. He has no idea about sports at all, let alone the, He's Canadian. The and... It's inherent. It's in his DNA. That's true. It just just like Chad Kroger. Dave it just Kruger. all comes full circle now that he's Canadian. God, you know what? I just I just remembered when you said that he's Canadian. It reminds me how much I hate Canada. Oh. I'm trying to think of anything good beside the hunting and fishing and all that kind of stuff, which uh, we'll get to that. Is it Wolverine but... from Canada? Yeah, but he's fake. So uh, outside <laughs> oh, well. of the, outside of that, <laughs> that doesn't um, count. Yeah, no. I like a lot um, of Canadians. those other uh, those idiots. What are those three guys? The band, Bare Naked uh, Ladies. Yes, I'm my most hated band ever. <laughs> uh, me Bare too. Then, <laughs> for sure, I. Uh, he was just about to say, I love the Bare guys. Naked Ladies. Yeah, what? Um, Nick, you had a couple other uh, things you wanted to rant about. Yeah, I the last podcast we did a week ago, I drove here, and right before I left, I saw a public. There was a commercial on TV, like a public announcement or whatever, about texting and driving. And I'm like, man, I go, everybody I know texts and drives. And if they say they don't, they're fucking lying. So on my way over, except for me, I really don't text and drive. <laughs> I'll pull over in a you know parking lot or whatever. I counted, I think, like 29 people, not just at a stop site or stop sign or a stoplight, like driving and fucking, like both hands texting, no- nothing on the wheel. <laughs> Where were you looking? Not not where I should have been. <laughs> Might as well but, have been texting. Um, of course, someone was driving me. So, and then after I seen it happen, I had to text you to tell you what right. uh, what I saw. He was so. holding up his iPhone to take right. pictures of each one of yeah. them as they're doing it. But uh, no, it's just that annoys you when people text and drive. Are you annoyed? No, by just, people just an observation. About... Oh, okay. I'm actually more annoyed by people that complain about it because I believe those people also text. Still more, drive. still more annoying than people that text and drive or people that complain about texting and driving because I knew both <laughs> of those things is people who ride with their fucking dogs in the, the front of their car and especially on their lap. I probably counted driving around in the last week or so a good 10 or 15 people with a dog directly on their lap. Dog head out the driver's window and the people just driving around with the dumbest look on their face. On, on their lap. Yeah. Pork Chop Yikes. only rides shotgun. He knows not to get him. I love lap. when Pork Chop gets him. He's so heavy. It makes me happy. It makes me angry. <laughs> no, I, 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 the other day I saw a guy riding a, a street glide, like a, your dad's Harley, and uh, a guy had a fucking Pomeranian. Stri- like, it was like a, like a raised. Like the back seat was like a was raised almost where there was like a uh, it wasn't a cage but like the sides were a little bit higher and he had a fucking pomeranian in the back. I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. I wanted to stop the guy and say, okay, you got the Harley because you're like, yeah, I'm tough. You know, right? What if he just butt. busted you? But in you the have face. a pomeranian. I would fucking I'd, I'd do what I had to do to fucking probably shoot him because <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not going down to a guy that rides on a Harley with a pomeranian, not a pit bull, not a Doberman, well, a pomeranian that throws off the weight on the back of the bike. I guess as far as... It's... Couldn't he wear that shirt that said, if you see this shirt, my bitch fell off? Yeah. I, I guess uh, the good thing that came out of it was the Pomeranian looked like he was having an awesome time riding on the back of it. So. How do you know? His tongue was out? His hair was blowing in the wind? That would that would be, be sad like, It'd be if, if he did kick your ass or whatever. If the dog had the doggles on and the like the, bear, the Red Baron scarf. I'd the doggles? Is that yeah, dog hat. goggles? Yeah. Now, I have no problem. The real. You, I have no... And I've seen this too. I have no problem if you have a side cart, your dog riding in the side cart. And I've seen that before. A guy had a golden retriever with those in the side right, cart. If you have a golden retriever, period, I don't want to be that. That's bad enough. What about a chocolate lab? No, labs and retrievers hate them both. I, I hate uh, spaniels. 
Yeah, I don't like I'm a dog. Ra- I'm a dog racist for sure. <laughs> if, you, if, you sit in the, if you sit in the side cart of like if you have your dog there, he has are to we have... calling this a side cart now, or What's are we going to go with the, the actual car? Car, side car? Side cart. Well, I wasn't going to correct Nick, but now that you're jumping on the back, yeah, wagon, I'm, I'm for like, it. I ain't letting this fly. <laughs> Whatever Nick calls it, if the dog's sitting in there, it has to be wearing like a little World War II German helmet yeah, there you or go. something. You know, even as a Jewish little guy, Kaiser. I appreciate that. It would have to be. I don't make the rules. Or the Roman brush. Well, it would make it easier for you to kick the dog off. And the, by like the way, in the little box type deal that the dog was riding in, there was some kind of like it had a harness, so I couldn't just jump out if it got well, the hard. need to. Which is also what you should have in your car when the dog is riding in it. If your dog, or put the dog in a cage. In the so way. you have one of those seatbelt things. You lock your dog into the. I don't car. have a dog. My dog died, Nick. Thanks no, for bringing it up. I just saw a dog. Walk That's my wife's dog. That just got real. And that dog can lay on the floorboard of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she drives with it on her lap. I would guarantee it. Guarantee it. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I've driven a car with a small dog on my lap before. I thought it was ridiculous, and I started thinking about, well, I had a. So I, I, I've actually done it before, but I'm not proud of it. What kind of dog? I'm not proud of it. I don't know, like a miniature one that like miniature peanut, pincher, one that like peanut butter. I can tell you that much. <laughs> it was a Saint Bernard, but I don't like to go yeah. into details yeah. of it. I don't have anything super exciting that happened to me this week. I did attempt for the fifth time to take every CD I own and put them back into my iTunes. So that's what I've been working on the last couple of days, and I'm, I haven't even put a dent. And you know what? Now I'm going through them, and like half the half the CDs, I'm like, I'm never gonna listen to this CD. But then the other half of me is like, it's it's still convenient to have it there in case that one time I want to listen to it, or I'm trying to show off my iTunes collection or something like that, and I want to be able to uh, prove that I had this CD, even though I'll never listen to it again. But anyway, there's like, I think I think that case, I took all my CD cases finally and threw them away, and I put everything into one of those the CD book, and I think I got like. Anywhere, I think it's either six or eight hundred CDs in there, so it's slow going for sure. I believe that my wife will buy a CD, put the CD in the CD player of the car, and the case just gets in the garbage because she does not have one case for one of her CDs and doesn't have a case like that. They're just laying random places. Well, what's crazy about this is, you know, most of the stuff I had, I had, I had a ton of stuff on tape. Then I rebought all that stuff on CDs when CDs came out because then there wasn't a way to transfer right. a, a cassette tape onto a CD right. and your car all of a sudden went to a CD player instead of a tape player or whatever. So I have a lot of duplicate record tape and then CDs finally. But um, I like, I, I, I'm one of those people that kept the books. In fact, I, I took all the, the J cards and books out of all the CDs because I wanted to have them all. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to read these either. Yeah. I mean, when you're a teenager, to me, that was important. But the I guess now you can notes. just go online and read the liner The list of people like, that get thanked for each yeah. album. Oh, yeah. I would read every single mm-hmm. one of those things. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. I mean, I but I kept them just like I keep books. Almost like a serial killer keeps you know some sort of a trophy. Like Just because you want people to come in yeah. and be like, man, this guy's read a lot of books. This yeah, guy's yeah, got a yeah. lot of... He's, he's into a lot of music and a lot of books. And then... You find your. I bought this uh, hardcover book out of uh, from Amazon. This giant called Mandela, and I was gonna. I don't know why. I just was looking at it one day. I'm like, I'm gonna read about Mandela. Never read the book. It was like a thirty five dollar book. It was like the one Costanza bought and took into the bathroom. And yeah. I could not for the life of like it had really cool pictures in it. But other than that, I just kept it in in the library in case one day somebody came and, and came through and looked. But uh, that's not the library. Mine was oh. downstairs. Then my house flooded. And uh, a lot of that stuff got damaged anyway. So at that point, I just said, I'm going to purge as much as I possibly can. That's the beauty of having MP3s and a Kindle. You know, obviously, you can keep that stuff in your cloud or, or you know, on a, on a zip drive or wherever, thumb drive. And 
have it forever. So, and anytime, obviously, if you buy something on iTunes, you can, if you lose it or something messes up with iTunes, you can re-download it for free or purchase it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, What happened with you this week? Anything? This week, uh, not super exciting, but I did, I went to um, the local grocery store by where we live at, I guess in Myers. Um, I, I go there a lot late at night when I work weird hours or whatever. Anyways, I go there. It's probably 6.37 in the evening, so. That's pretty specific. Yeah, well, maybe 6.48, 49. <laughs> I don't want to make a liar out of myself, you know. I don't want to hold myself to it. But, yeah, I go. It's not like it's 3 in the morning and they're just open for some random alcoholics or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's, you specified. <laughs> it's still a fairly normal hour. Well, they got 30. They have 30 regular checkout aisles, right? It goes 1 to 30. And then they have, like, six self-checkouts. Well, there's one checkout open. It's, like, number 22. No, wait, let me think, 24. Oh, yeah, you specified. Right. So <laughs> Let me ask you this. Did you feel like like all the lanes that were open were on the opposite side of the store, so you were walking, like, half a mile to the Oh, yeah, it was in the 20s out of 30 for sure. <laughs> so there's one open, but there's a line. There's a line of people to do this self-checkout, 12 items or less or whatever the hell it is. So I'm waiting, and I'm just getting disgusted because I'm seeing the one person that presides over all the self-checkouts. It's this heavier woman, and she just sits there and stares at you and oh, looks yeah, as though she doesn't want to get up, you know? Intimidates you to make sure you don't <laughs> steal anything. Yeah, she's just like, that double mint better be rung up correctly. So she's just staring at this line of, of poor schmucks that are waiting to get their stuff. Well, I just got so mad as I was waiting, I couldn't do it. I don't know, I had like 25 things or whatever. I had stuff for my kids. So finally when I get up, you don't you know, have to justify it. Hey, finally when I get to my spot, I ring up one, I ring up two, and I'm looking at her, and she's got this shitty look, and she's just staring at me like, yeah, ring it up. Ring it up. That's right, you poor sucker. So the third thing, it, ma- it makes that noise. Third thing, I just, I don't put it in the bag. I just set it next to me, and it does the assistance needed. Because you didn't bag wrong. it. Right, because I didn't bag it. Well, she comes over. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I just, Amateur. I, no, no, no. Oh, I knew. I knew. Right. No, I just go, yeah, I don't know. This, it just made this, this weird sound or whatever. Oh, you got a bag. Whatever. She walks me through it. She goes back to her throne. I ring the next thing up. I set it down again. It, the red light comes on. She comes back. Well, what happened this time? I don't know. This thing's crazy. I uh, I don't know. Oh, you got to bag it. You know, she goes third time. I just do it again. I just keep doing it. And she's like, you keep doing this. And I go, I don't know. I'm just not properly trained in this machine. I just don't know. Maybe if I worked here, could you help me out? So she ends up just scanning she and bagged. bagging. She scans and bags all my shit. I put it into the bag and I'm just like, thank you. Thanks, and I walked cause. out in it. Sure, it cost me an extra 15 minutes of my life, but I felt like I won. I felt like it was one like for the victory. good guys. Is it Bill Brother does the bit where he's like, I've already done my job. Yes. I've, bu- I've bought the groceries. Yeah, yeah. like who the, f- who the fuck are you guys to make? I don't work here. And so I acted like I'm so, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so stupid. I don't know how to do it. I have no idea how to scan it and put it in a bag. That's how dumb I am. I always do that. So you like, got to do it for me. Did you make a specific face to go along with it or just use the one you got? I don't think it would. Tra- Mine's dumb enough. I don't think it would translate. No. You stare at the lady as you're scanning. And like, well, what helps is I just turn my palms upward. You take the bag. Like this. And I lift my shoulders up slightly. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. Yeah. I'm just like throwing stuff in there that I've not scanned, that I'm not paying for. And just see it. Like, oh, you're going to pay for that stuff? Like, yeah. Oh, that's, 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 the only, that's the only good thing about self-checking. If it you want, scan? everything costs $20. No matter what you buy, it's about 20 bucks. If you uh, if you guys were wondering, my uvula is back to normal. We're going good. It's been damaged my, so yeah. from, all the, from all the physical <laughs> A lot pounding. of battering. Well, that's uh, good. But yeah, no, she's looking at me just like, 
this idiot does not know how to ring up a loaf of bread. And I, and I just played it up. And I was like, I'm just way too stupid for this. <laughs> By the way, ring up my shit and get me out of here. I'm so pissed off there's only one open. <laughs> and so I just kind of waved like, bye, suckers. Let and I just, think I'm going to do that every time. I'm going to be just the dumb guy. I think you're going to hear that. I may be too stupid for this again. Well, in the near future. listen, if it happens, it happens. I, have to I would like that. to see if Dave learning... worked at Meyer in his reputation for not letting people off the hook, how he would deal with that. If he was the lady that was like in charge of making sure people didn't did, did stuff right. It would be this, this like what you just walk away, this... go in the back room and wait till they leave. Just watch them from. Yeah. Far. But if he doesn't scan something right, you have to go there and override it. So you've got to verify that he didn't stop. Otherwise, take all this you. stuff, put it back in the cart and be like, you're not smart enough to work one of these lines. You got to, we don't have time. We, not my you job. can't even be a customer. No. here. It would be an interesting stalemate, like overbearing employee, super dumb customer. I'm sure it's it would happened. be nice. Uh, we got an email that I want to read real quick. This is similar to another one you already did, but where's the weirdest place you have had to use the potty? Uh, I'm going to say... Since you haven't answered yet, you can answer this. I'm going to say... Have. Yeah, I haven't answered this before, but I'm going to say probably <clears throat> probably the weirdest is Woodstock 99. I just had to, I had to drop a deuce between two cars. And there was plenty of people there too. There was no privacy anywhere. And they the, didn't have the porta shutters. Oh, they had a they had a murderer's row of them, but there was huge lines. And when you finally got there, you might as well just be shitting on your own shoes. It was brutal. Mm. So yeah, no, it was. Are you talking about how many hippies and new metal fans and you couldn't get into somebody's tattooed and pierced VW square back and take take care of business? I certainly should have. I didn't <laughs> think of that. I was a little out of sorts. But I, yeah, I just stuck down between two cars, and people would, you know, people would walk by and go, "Hey, that guy, you know, smoking, taking his shit, or whatever." <laughs> you just had but... like tie your shirt around your waist so it would hang down to the ground, and it would be a, no. Like... This was similar to the Meyer story. I just felt like you caused this. This is your fault. This is your problem. I'm going to physically shit on your car now. I just have that on the mind because of the, uh, and the, we talked about this. We're going to talk more about being manly later on, but the uh, naked and afraid. Just making some sort of a, uh, a thing to cover yourself while you like know, a loin. That I feel like I, I'm Cloth. I'm really clever at putting things together, and uh, well, I'll get to it later. But uh, the next part of the question is, um, what is your goal? I.e., uh, as far as the podcast, as lo- you'll continue to do it as long as people listen. You want this to become a full time job, or you see yourself as a future political pundit? I'm just say just getting people to listen as we can. That's it. Not quit our day jobs. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm planning on quitting my day job. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> I, again, same as with the music. If anyone's going to pay me to talk right. or play music. It'd have to be, it'd have to be, I'm not one of those people that's you're here for the art, so it had to be more money than I would I would just say I would have no problem with you stepping in for Bill O'Reilly once he retires. Absolutely. Taking over that spot. Or uh, Piers Morgan. <laughs> well, I just, I, I know I can't continue to keep talking at home. Because my wife just doesn't want to hear that shit. So I have to have somewhere to talk. So thankfully, uh, if someone will listen to me, <laughs> get shit off my chest here i'm for it it's more it's more therapy because i can't afford it so you maybe know. what you'll realize is because we both talk too much that you're gonna have to have an additional podcast to get the rest of your <laughs> finishing thoughts out like every you'll have to go back and write down the finishing where you left thoughts off. like podcast right. after this it'll be like a just one more thing right uh what do you okay the second email we got is from another an actual another new listener uh, that was from todd the first one the second one is, what do you think is the biggest difference between kids today and kids of our generation? Meaning, like, my, I guess, close to me, you and his. Back. I guess just they're more into the, a little bit more tech savvy, I guess, because there's more stuff like the internet, TV, Facebook, or internet, PlayStation, all the, net, like, internet online stuff. 
don't know. Maybe they play outside less. I definitely say. Oh, I definitely. That's for that. sure. I think they're watching a screen probably like twenty or probably eighty percent of the time. Like it or hate it. To me, this is one of the big things. I've said it a million times. I think the biggest thing is when I was growing up, every kid I knew beside me uh, was Catholic and went to CCD. Mm-hmm. Every kid went to church on Sunday. Every kid, whether they wanted to or not, you know, I had to go to temple. I did my thing too, but it was on different days. Well, I had Sunday school as well. But um, it it's a huge difference now that you, because it gave you something else to rebel against. Whether you wanted to do it, I don't think any kid was thrilled about having to go to CCD or temple or anywhere or no. be involved or have their parents drag them to temple or church or, or wherever you go. But it was something that, at least for me, was one more thing that I got to rebel against. So, but I feel like it, it definitely put, it, it gives you some, um, without that, you see that society, again, like I said, I'm not telling anyone to be any specific religion, but I think it definitely, it promotes, you know, family togetherness and making sure that you're, when I grew up, my family, everyone was at the dinner table at six o'clock, hell or high yeah. water, no excuses. Yeah. So did you have to ask to be excused? Absolutely. Was there sometimes they're like, no, you will not be excused. Most of the time. <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't done eating. I tried to get, I tried to, you know, hurry up and get back out with my friends or I didn't like what my mom made or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, although there was a lot of fights at the dinner table, it's still the opportunity where you're all together. And it's like, I'm going to, you, there's some sort of a schedule. There's some sort of a foundation being built. We did that at my house growing up. We I did mean, that too. And I think just to tack onto that is even if you didn't want to be there and even if you didn't like what was there and even if you got excused right away it if nothing else it showed that your family wanted you to be there who who doesn't feel good after church i'm not saying before church or during church but leaving it you temple mean the, the church. getting out part yeah like leaving it and saying hey it wasn't i'm glad i went i'm glad it's over and i don't have to go through it again well you know i I, mean? I was when i was i mean from all the way through till i was like 18 i i went uh, 17 16 i started to kind of just not go once I got a driver's license, but I, I was raised in it. I went to just a Christian thing. I did vacation Bible school. I did all that stuff. It didn't really, I don't really subscribe to it. It didn't really stick, but I always had respect for, you know, my elders or whatever. I would never tell like someone I didn't, someone I didn't know if it was their parents. I might as well have been the president. You know what I mean? Cause I, I, this is an adult. I don't know who it is, but whoever it is, they can tell me what to do. And yeah. it was a good, you have like that inherent respect for, for adults. And so, I mean, if, even, even if even if all the religious aspect aside, you kind of learn an order of who should respect who, and just to tack on too with the dinner thing is, uh, I mean I know it can't always be helped, but dad was around, right? You know, I mean if people, I had some friends who were divorced, but most of my kids had mom and dad at home, most of them, and the ones that didn't, I would stay the night at their house and we'd run amok, right? Oh, it, de- it definitely makes. I would a like staying there because we get to run the streets because it's only mom; she got to go to work or whatever. It definitely makes a difference. You know, I was talking to someone the other day and they said, hey, do you think that a single a single mom can raise a son? And I said, in my opinion, it's not going to be the same. You need to have a father, 100%. But I do think a father could raise a daughter. Maybe she wouldn't be. I mean, I, I think that it, it's easier yeah. just because I think that girls – from from all, everything I've seen is they they look up to their dads and they're you know they they got their dads wrapped around their finger and the boys need to get their ass beat yeah, yeah. period you well there's to, you, mama's you, boys and daddy's you, girls you that's need how you it... need to I'm not talking about abusing your kid or you know coming home drunk and hitting your kid with a belt I'm talking about you know oh, a boy oh, needs okay. at at every now and then a, a boy is going to try to buck up 
and he needs yeah. to, he needs to have someone there that's going to. They're testing to see know, how much of smack yeah. them back down. They're testing to see how much of a man they are. Let yep. me try this and. Right. Someone needs to show them how much you are. And you it, are some, but not yet. Me and know? Nick always like to go back to this Bill Cosby. It was actually a pretty defining moment in my... No, are you going to do to Bill Cosby oh, Now he's going to take your, your whole thing there. <laughs> no, um, I was just wondering. No, I, I'm going to do a skit. It's, you know, the, the episode of the Cosby show where uh, Bill Cosby, Theo's looking to move out. And Bill Cosby takes the Monopoly oh, money I love out. it. I love it. It's I've like the it. perfect... It's yeah. something my dad would have done. Or, you know, he would have been a bit harsher than Bill Cosby. But it, the same thing... <laughs> the sentiment would have been there. Yeah, he's like, you, you, know want, I mean? you like, want to dress you good? Think you want to have it good clothes? Like this. You think you know what you're talking about. Your head's up your ass. You don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. You know... And and I I think my mom would be standing behind him with her arms crossed like yeah let's let, let him let's see let's see what you think you know would they go as guy. far as to create a scenario the next day where you're having to like pay for like the like an apple that you eat or like sit on the couch or your it room? wouldn't surprise me but I'm are you talking about the episode where where Theo comes home and he's like, gonna move out with cockroach right and then cockroach acts as his attorney right and takes it to the next level <laughs> I'll tell you this if any of my friends would have shown up and pretended to be an attorney in front of my dad. It would have been a bad day. He wouldn't have went along with it. He'd no. be like, get the hell out of here. It would have been worse than that. Um, I could imagine him running some guy out of the house. Like some kid comes in a, like a three-piece suit and tie, like kidding around, and my dad's trying to make press a point on me, and I get one of my, my, my jerk-off buddies to come over and be like, hey, we're going to take this to the next level. You pretend you're my attorney. Right. <laughs> you know, and like I said, to me, I think the biggest difference is to, in, in summation, for, to answer that question, me, Dave, my opinion is is that the importance on spending time with your family, your immediate family is, is there's no importance on it anymore. And there's no, everyone's so busy doing their thing. You know, you could, you could see feasibly sitting around everyone in the house. I got my, you know, my eight year olds on his Kindle, my wife's on her mm-hmm. iPhone. I'm on my iPad. We're all watching the TV. We're all in the driving in the car. Yeah. We're, we're all, well, we all have dogs on our laps, but you know, um, to me, that's the big thing is, is that, you know, even, when you're together, you're not together. And you really, yeah. it's important to make sure that you know who your kids are with and pay attention to who those kids are and who their parents are and be more involved. And I think that's, that's the big thing. We used to, I would be out from seven in the morning till seven at night. I'd come home to eat or go to my buddy's mom would make us lunch or my mom would make the lunch or whatever. We had video games, you know, but it was like, we get bored. We'd go out you had to baseball. go to a, a, like you couldn't just, Walk around like you can now. Oh, no, you'd have to, like, to go to a yeah. place. And then somebody's mom would be like vacuuming and like running into you with the, and the talking. Or the, the dad like, would come home and be like, I'm watching my show. You're right. Not, the video games are getting yeah. turned off. Yeah. Could you imagine like this day and age, like where there's a TV in every room? Like, you know, we, we had a couple of TVs I mean, when I was real little. I don't remember like ever being downstairs and my dad being like, well, you could finish up watching. I immediately be like, give me the remote. And that's that. Yeah, or you would just. I gotta post my game. I gotta post me. Click. Yeah. yeah. No, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Just to tack on to that, too, just a little bit, as far as, like, with the social media and stuff, that's the big difference because when we were growing up, if when I was growing up, uh, if, if there was a girl who had, a, a, say, Starbucks coffee was around or whatever, and they were drinking it, and they liked it, nobody gave a shit. Right. They were drinking their coffee, and that was it. But now, you could take a picture of it. Oh, I love this coffee. Hashtag yum yum. Hashtag star- You know what I mean? Um, now there's a, a platform to voice every little opinion. I know I'm saying that while I'm talking on a podcast, but still. <laughs> but no, I mean, you got kids that think well, my opinions. Like everything I I do, it's I'm everyone important. needs to know I'm about important. It. Everybody needs to know I got new clothes. 
Everyone needs to know I like this band. And it's well, don't you get don't you get bummed out when you put something on uh, on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and, and immediately nobody cares. Nobody whatever. Likes, nobody yeah, likes yeah. It. But you imagine just go delete it. You're like, Man. imagine if you had that feeling while you're going through adolescence. It's like triple or quadruple. So this generation is very very concerned about everybody what they're thinking and what other people think about what they like. Not just this generation, but the parents of this generation of kids are also trying to mm-hmm. impress upon their children that you know even if you're not the best, you're still a winner too. And it's like that's not true. Well, when there I was are in, losers. In order for there to be winners, there must be losers. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's not going to be first place. And when I was in junior high, there was like... Some a, people are going to be goddamn dead last losers. I'm not even yes. talking about second place. Some kids suck. And they're going to get pointed at and laughed. Right. And that's just going to happen. And if they don't, maybe they won't get better. But there, there used to be like Might slam books. You to be number one. Remember in junior high, there would be like, sl- I don't know, there would be slam books or whatever. And it would be like... Everybody, I saw that on Mean Girls, but that must yeah, have been, I must have been yeah. too old for that. I well, that. well, when me and my girls in the in the female think tank would right. get together, we would have no, but it would be like uh, your favorite food, who's the cutest girl, who's stinkiest the cutest boy, farts. Blah. Yeah, it would be stuff like that, and it would get passed around, and everybody would talk to you. Ooh, so and so thinks whatever. You know what I mean? That's as far as it went. It was like so and so thinks somebody's good looking. I only got to likes you and likes you likes you. After that, like I said, it was you're over my head with that or those things where you hold in your hand and you. You go one, two, three, four. Okay, you flip it open. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. I could never. Fold they still them. make those to this day. My kid was telling me in, in in second grade they're making they're doing them. You pick a color, and yeah. All that shit, or pick a number. I would but, say yeah. on the chime in one last thing on that is sure, Nick. You got the floor. <laughs> I'm turning off Ben's mic. I got, as you know, I got a, a step kid that's 19, and I know your guys' kids are a little bit younger, so I hope you probably haven't had to deal with other kids' parents too much when people have gotten in trouble or you just need to talk to them for whatever reason. But, uh, and then we've had this conversation before when I was a kid, if an adult came to my house and said, Hey, whether it's true or not, your son did this, I was in trouble. There wasn't like, Oh, well, we're going to try to get to the bottom of this. And I don't think he really did it. It didn't matter. He was bothered that, or my mom and dad were bothered that some other adult came over to take time out of their day to say, Hey, your kid did this. It, it was no debate. Like they were, as far as they were concerned, you were guilty and you were getting punished for it. Nowadays, it's like, oh, well, my kid couldn't have done that. He's with me. And it's like, asshole, he was not with you. He was over here doing this bullshit or, or whatever. So I would definitely say that parents now contribute a little bit more to the kids being the asshole, like you were saying. And I don't know if you've had any experiences like that, but, I mean, that I see that all the time now. And, I mean, you know. What? No, you, I agree 100%. I, so, basically, it's, you know, the kids, the kids are lazy and – unmotivated but the parents still tell them that that's still good enough it's not good enough there's absolutely no competition there's unless it's video game competition and then people are cheating on those anyway but person to person nobody nobody knows how to be nobody knows how to lose graciously or win graciously or hold tight no one can just no one can take like (laughs) criticism or (laughs) no one can take any kind of criticism now or their kid being criticized, I guess it just seems like they're just, they overreact to everything like that. And I, speaking of people that can take someone that can take criticism, we actually have a, a butterfly radio question from Steve. All right. So let's hear what old Steve's got to say. Let's see what we got. going to be a hell of a ride. Hey guys, it's Steve. Past two shows have been great. Keep it up. Here's a question. Uh, the recent news of Paula Dean asking one of her African-American uh, workers to dress up as Aunt Jemima during a Confederate recreation has called, caused this big stir. I, I want to know how you guys feel about this. And I also want to see what your reaction would be 
if she asked one of her white staffers to dress up like Colonel Sanders? Would there be any sort of, I don't know, backlash with that? All right. I'll listen to you guys. Real quick, before you guys answer, um, that's the Butterfly Radio app. It's free. You can go on there just as easy. If Steve could figure it out, you can figure it out. Caveman can do it. Um, Is Steve able to listen to the podcast from his Prius that he just bought and traded the Avalanche in for? I, I think so. I think it actually it probably has a, an, an Apple dock in the in the car just for podcasting. I actually talked to Steve and told him, I go, I would, when I first met you, I You're still talking to Prius. Steve? Every once in a while. All right. No, I, uh, I, when I first met him, I expected another Prius. And I saw the Avalanche. I'm like, oh, okay. And now, it, you know, it's... If you're trying to fight hipster status, getting a Prius is not the way to do yeah. it. It's not the first step I think he's fully embracing it at this point. Well, that's, you know, whatever. Do you have to wear Erase a Deep it. V t-shirt when you're driving the Prius? Mm-hmm. Will it not start unless you want? <laughs> it won't start. Yeah, it'll It's work. like one of those keyless entry things. No V-neck t-shirt detected. It runs on V-neck and uh, sweater yeah. hats. Or... Yeah, the, the uh, knit hat, knit hat in the, the summertime. Yeah. Sweat from the knit hat you ring with out. some sort of like crafty like homemade necklace. <laughs> um, do you have an answer to his question? I, I, I mean, getting... okay, I I don't give a shit. Like if I mean, <laughs> hey Steve, thanks for the question. If someone asked, if someone said, hey, you know, if I worked for this lady and she's like, hey, we want you to dress up as Colonel Sanders, I'd be like, all right, dude, I'd love to see you dressed up like Colonel Sanders. But I mean, sweet. if the person was cool with it, that she wanted to dress up as Aunt Jemima, then who cares? Obviously, I'm sure there's people that are gonna would they're gonna take that out or gonna there's gonna be an outrage over it. Yes, there is. But I'm saying personally, I'm I don't glad, give a shit. I'm glad you corrected yourself when you were gonna say they were gonna take it out of context because that's pretty much straight context. context. But the, this is more stuff that came out from the stuff she said, you know, 15, 20 years ago. The same it's not party, new, right? It was the same it's, Yeah, it's, it's, it's at it the same event that this took place. So, you know, my, my, my answer to that is like, we kind of already were unoutraged about it. The, I wonder if first. the person did it. I don't know. I don't really think it's that racist. I mean, black people dressed a certain way back then. White people dressed a certain way back then. It's not like she's like, Asian you will people. do this or I'm firing you. She's right. like, hey, do you mind doing this? And here's the thing. If not, okay. I don't know how she was that nice. Again, Nick, I don't know if she was that nice about she's it. She's the really, furthest but, thing other than Zimmerman ever been from a racist. Right. Here's Zimmerman and here's her. Neck no, and neck. What, my, I guess my point is, is that, like you said, you know what? If you're trying to do like a period party, that's something Ugh. a little weird. <laughs> Um, if you're trying to do a, a period correct, a correct period party, then, um, you, you're going to need people that are dressed, that you're going to need people that are dressed as slaves. And who does it? Wait, let me, I'm sorry. <laughs> is a period, is, is a period wedding worse than a destination wedding? It might be. Like, you're like, only, hey, only piece you got to dress as some like baron from like, from 1860. Even the guests? Yeah, that would be like a theme wedding. Like, like hey, um, you'll, be, you'll be required to dress up as some, like... I need you to dress as somebody some plantation from Star owner. Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah. And it, it better be Deep Space Nine. If you don't have a Vulcan outfit, you're yeah. assed out. There's six Uhuras here. <laughs> uh, yes, that's a good question, Nick. Um, but either way, I, I would I would suggest... That I would assume that this person said yes or no, and then she moved on to the next black female and said, well, you, or... This black female to her really represented Aunt Jemima. And she was like, ah, you should be thrilled. I love Aunt Jemima. Me personally. And you know what? Again, it's it's funny because Steve's got to throw in there. I hate to dig on you, Steve, because you can't defend yourself whether you're here or not. But <laughs> when you say like, oh, 
you know, hey, this guy's asked to be Colonel. If somebody was asked to be Colonel Sanders, is that offensive? No, it's not offensive because white people don't get offended by stupid shit. It like doesn't that. have the same it's stain so, yeah, to it, it, right? You know, I think I, I'm in agreement with Nick, where I could care less if 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 I found out that Paula Dean like today was burning a cross on her front yard, I could care less. Yeah, <laughs> no? I don't know. What, what, <laughs> like that's a little. That's a little. Extreme. That would be the third furthest thing <laughs> right. from the most racist ever. I mean, what if it was like Uncle Ben? Would that be as bad too? Uncle Sam. No, Uncle Ben. What if he, like the the rice guy or whatever? He's a. I mean, is that as bad as Aunt Jemima? I don't know. If she asks them to do it, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to. Now, if she makes them, says you're gonna be ask... mammy, then okay, right? Then it's bad. But they're, have whatever they're kind not of slaves because she, she could be like, I, if she, even if she said, "I want you to be this," or you're fired, the person gonna be like, "Well, that's fine. I'm fired. Then I will. I'll just get an employment and I'll make more than I was making before. So that's fine." I don't know. She's she's Steve. I don't want to discourage you from asking more questions. I encourage you uh, to ask more questions. I'm a fan. I always like Steve. I think that we need to have a Ben and Steve hour. Yeah. Just, but we block Ben and Steve in a room, and we they see both who, wear cardigans. Is it gonna be like the Shield? Like one of us has to come deep, out. They see whose V is deeper. <laughs> and uh, oh, I got one. I have to bring out. Um. So that's Steve's Butterfly Radio question again. Go to the Butterfly www.butterflyradio.com. <laughs> Find the Heyman Man page, which is just H E Y M Y M M A N. Uh, it's free, and if you have, you have to have an iPhone or an iPad, um, or maybe an iPad, iPod Touch, or whatever. But it has to be an Apple product, and you're able to leave a message, just like our our friend Steve did. Just as simple as that. We'll play it and we'll respond to it. So hopefully, we get some more next week. Um, in the news, Anthony Weiner. Yes. Pass. You're just like, I don't even want to talk about yeah, him. Yeah, I care about him, but less than I care about Paula Dean. <laughs> the only thing that's funny about this guy is like people are so... I, the, the best part of the story that after reading the whole thing, um, and I actually took the time to read this whole entire thing, was to find out that the Clintons are very upset and feel like he is, you know, kind of being disrespectful to the party at large, and he's making a mockery of the uh, Democrats. So that kind of made me laugh a That's little bit. That's the pot calling the kettle black for sure, right? Eh, you know, either sure, way. Sure, Clinton assaulted several women. He's upset because this guy pulled his wang out. Let him do his thing. But, and, and people are, like, I guess the rest of the, the, I think there's six other people running as Democrats in this race is for mayor of New York. And they're being, they're saying like, hey, you need to step down. Basically, this is a slap in the face to everybody else. And, uh. First of all, all, they're all, almost every politician gets caught up in something. So don't ever First act of all, like it's just a human being. I mean, the, don't ever act like you're trying to cover. Some I don't think it necessarily affects his. I do. Ability I, I think to, the guy's a, he, obviously a very poor judge of what you know, especially because he already got caught once. It's like, dude, you, here's the thing: if if you, he'd gotten a little smarter, and then somebody else figured another way to catch this guy, and it's like they went to the umpteenth, you know, some crazy algorithm to break into this guy's phone, or somebody stole this phone and they found it, and it's like. Well, now he did it on a secure website. He was still doing it, but like he was taking the the measures to try to be a little more. This guy is just out there. Not, all he did was change his name to Carlos Danger, and that was it. That's like I the, love it. Is that the, his name? Yeah, that's oh, what he's using awesome. as his. Uh, that is the best. Then I thought, um, I heard about this app that everyone on Vine and uh, a couple other websites are talking about. It's like the new thing called. It's called Snapchat. Mm-hmm. You know what Snapchat is? Yeah. You know what Snapchat is? Apparently, Snapchat is like a. Uh, it's a, a photography. I think you me leave a message too. Possibly. If you want to send your wang out, that's the way to do it. Right. So basically you take a picture and you can either use your phone has a timer on it. It'll let you use a timer so you can set it up or you can take a selfie where you're holding it. And um, the person gets, you set the amount of time the person gets to look at your picture before it's sucked into the, the uh, internet. 
for forever and supposedly but who trusts yeah. that either so you could, you, could, you, you could send a, right. a, a, a as, as ben called it a weighing pick and i could say three seconds and you know the, the person gets it lets them know when they when they click on it they have three once after three seconds this thing supposedly disappear unless they do a screenshot of it which just then, enough to see its size not enough to see how weird it is right then then they have then they have it forever so snapchat kind of has a little bit of a uh I guess a, a whole. You gotta other, be at the ready, though. I would say anytime a Snapchat comes, uh, who else is Snapchatting you? So here's the thing: what I did, I went ahead and because since Snapchat is free, I logged into Snapchat, and then I looked and saw because it said, "Hey, do you want me to find all your friends that are on Snapchat?" And I said, "Yes, I do," because mm. I want to see exactly who's Snapchatting. It's only let for me tell creepy you, stuff. Let me tell right? you something, friends. I looked down that list of you, and I know most of you are listening. <laughs> You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Who are you Snapchatting? I don't understand. So I feel like everybody should sign up for Snapchat just to see which one of your perverted friends are up on Snapchat. I just want to say for the record, I am not on Snapchat not. and never no. heard of it until tonight. That is what why. else would you use Let's it for if, besides sending a yeah, warning why would, shot? Why would, you, why would you send somebody else a picture that you need to not be there in, in mm-hmm. three seconds from now? I'm going to send everything. Here's Snapchat the boy's first birthday on. for four seconds. Right. You Menu text us the lineup. For, it's, yeah. <laughs> Here's the outline for podcast 38. Nope. You missed it. Yeah. Too late. And then a picture of your wing. Something I definitely <laughs> glad it was not on Snapchat and I get to look at forever is these new pictures that came out of Christina Aguilera. Mm. Looking good. Dude, what's crazy is like, and I, I, I've said it. I put it on my Facebook. I supported her at her largest. I've supported her at her smallest. I hope she respects that. I've I'm never had a problem haven't. with her. I'm not saying you have. You better work out to support her. But it looks like she lost everything except her giant boobs. So I don't know if those are fake or what. What's the deal Whoa, with those? Hold on, the room's spinning. Her boobs are <laughs> fake. Whoa, wait a minute. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that they're not, just because I. I'm, that's that's in my. Hey, that's it's your story, right? It's your Snapchat. But either way, is so, she laid off the drinking, or she's still? I'm. I. I don't know. I don't know. I texted her. She is not. She's not texting me back. It's weird. So. She must be busy. Um. The uh, one of our listeners reached out, a friend of mine, Todd, who just started listening a couple of weeks ago, and asked me um, on Facebook, on the Hey My Man Facebook page, to check out a show called Naked and Afraid. And I had no idea what this show was, never heard of it. I went on my uh, DVR and I looked at it and it said it was a Discovery Channel. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know what it is, Nick? I saw a little bit of one. Ben, you know what it is? At least? Negative. Okay. Naked and Afraid. It's uh, on Saturdays on the Discovery Channel, 9 o'clock. Um, it's already over for the season, but obviously, you know, with everything else, they show these things constantly. So I'm sure you can catch a marathon every other weekend. There's only uh, seven episodes. The final one will be this Saturday. Basically, the idea is they take two people who consider themselves survivalists or are considered by other people to be survivalists that want to be take part in this. And they take you, um, they use six different locations, the Costa Rican jungle, uh, Tanzania in Africa, uh, Moldavia, an island, uh, Panama Island, Borneo, the jungle of Borneo, and Louisiana swamplands. So they have 12 people, six men, six women. And for each episode, like, like the Costa Rica episode, they have a man and a woman. You've never met this woman. She's never met you. Um, they drop you off a couple of hundred yards from each other, and in like a thick brush, you have to take off all your clothes. And the idea is, is that you have to survive in whatever destination they drop. You don't, you know, they, they pick one of these places for you to go and you have to survive the elements with nothing. 
for 21 days right on. with this other so survival. So how do they air it if they take off all their clothes? They have a camera crew that's not allowed to be involved in the, the day-to-day. They're, they actually have a camera crew that's out there. And that if these people decide that they need to rescue, they'll rescue them. Because they're in some pretty harsh conditions. Yeah, with gators. Each person gets to take one item with them. And it's it's burned. Uh, I put a question on on my on the uh, Hayman Man Facebook page earlier in the week, basically asking people if you had to uh, do this scenario, if you'd signed up for it, what item do you think you would take that would be necessary to your survival? Now it has to be something you can carry. Some people put a boat. I'm like, well, you you couldn't take a boat because you gotta you, make a boat. Yeah. So it had to be like a handheld tool or a hat or. But you remember, you're buck naked. Twenty one days, day and night, extreme heat, extreme cold. Unknown which one of these destinations you may be going to. What's the item that you're going to be taking? Knee-jerk reaction, I'm going to say Cool Ranch Doritos just because they'll be starving out there. You just get one. You would only get one thing. Well, there's a lot in that bag. There's many of them. Usually they fill it up with so much air. (laughs) But if I had to really think about it, uh, a knife, right? Don't you just take a a good knife? Like the Rambo survival style? Yeah, yeah. What do these guys usually take? Um, Some people, well, it seems like everybody took some sort of form of a knife, whether it be a machete or a pocket knife. Um... And uh, some of the women took, um, one woman took a, a pot, which was really smart, an actual like a pot that you could cook with or boil water in. Some people took, um, uh, they weren't allowed, you weren't, I don't think you were allowed to take matches, but there was like a, like a, um, a flint stick or whatever to, to make fire mm. out of. Um, I'm trying to think of what a couple of the other ones were. That's basically what it came down to was something to boil or, or cook stuff in, a pot or some sort of uh, crockery. Uh, a knife and a fire making tool and th- that's pretty much what uh one guy had an axe instead of a knife i would think with a knife you can fashion almost anything you need to but you can't make a knife i'll know? tell you you know this i guess after what and i love the show i loved every episode and it, it really inspired me to i wanted to tell nick um this is something i i we've talked about going fishing before but i'm I, i've been wanting to do one of these things where they drop you off in canada in a remote spot, and you forage from one place to another. Not anything crazy. I'm not a survivor. But deep wilderness, though. Just something. Just a six-pack of Molson ice. Something a little bit more extreme than camping in my backyard or at the the local electric campsite. Yeah, yeah. Is Um, Rick Moranis going to be with us? I don't want to ever be sleeping. I want to be on the move the entire time. Will there be any Baldwins? (laughs) You never know where a Baldwin may show up. Are they Canadian? Uh, No. No, hell no, they're not Canadians. But I feel like there's no They're like the Kennedys, dude. Are you kidding well, that's why I said Rick Moranis, because I thought he's Canadian. He is Canadian. Anthony definitely. Hopkins. He would just show up. We're just naming random Canadian <laughs> people. That's right. Anybody that's been in is a camping he, he's, movie. He's not Canadian, is he? No. He likes camping. movie with both of them in it. That dude can survive. Uh, Jim Carrey and Rick Moranis. So <laughs> what... Uh, the dude so from Rush. Both of these shows just made me feel completely... Getty Lee. It, it, both these shows completely made... Or this show made me completely feel inadequate as a man. Like, sure. man, I could For not... Sure. First of Wait, all, I'm the sorry. mental the mental strength is you is what came into play more than anything, because and it, uh, almost in every scenario the women were way me- more mentally strong than the men. I mean, the men more were aggressive, just whiny crybabies. Like one guy had a real fair skin and he got a bad sunburn because he's naked. He had you know, and it, that took him out. He was like he laid there for days and was like, I can't do anything. I'm sunburned, and it's like, well, this guy was a, mar- a, re- a recon marine. Wow, and and the, the the other girl was just a survivalist, like you know, I don't. She didn't have any so like everybody's formal. got skills. Well, yeah, you they gave you like a, some sort of a a, a pre 
examination prior to to just make sure they don't you're not lying and you're so they're just filming like, yeah. some themselves then just no, to clarify no. like how do you even know what's going on because they have camera people out but there naked. on the scene yeah these people are naked so the camera people are clothed right but they show these like yeah naked, but they're blurred out it's blurred out i mean Good you can see their, it shows their butts that's it's like, crazy like they couldn't just made it where like hey you're just gonna have like a swimming suit on, like some shorts well, or under- I, I mean yeah I guess like the whole thing mma outfit is all you get or whatever i guess the the thing was is being able to at nighttime, you had to figure out someone you don't know. You got to for body heat. You had to sleep on top of each other. Or so did they all get it on? They didn't show anybody getting it on. But I told my wife, There's I was no like, way I, I was like, without getting. Here's it on. the thing, that would pretty much break any tension right away. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you just like farted really loud. <laughs> Like, because then my wife was like, well, what do they do if it's their period? I'm like, that's a damn good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One one of the guys actually came out. He had diarrhea from drinking. Like, the chick's like, you can't drink the water here. But they had not drank anything in, like, two days. And this guy was like, he snuck off and he drank some water. And then he had the trots. And he comes out of the the, the tent and he shits right outside the front of the tent and goes back in there. And she comes out and steps in his shit. (laughs) And she's like, "Listen, this is camping 101, dude. You don't you don't shit in in your camp." Doesn't seem like a lot of experience right. going on. So yeah. the guy was like, "Listen, uh, this was the marine." He's like, "Well, I'm a, I I was a marine. I, like when I said I was a survivalist, I mean like I survived when people were shooting at me. I don't have any real survive. I don't know anything yeah. about surviving in the wilderness. So I'm I'm definitely a survivor." It was almost like uh you didn't see it, Nick, yet, but uh, there's an episode of the Curb Your Enthusiasm where there's a confusion where somebody wants to bring a survivor to a Passover dinner for, that Larry's uh, um, father's friend who was a concentration camp survivor. And it ends up being Colby from the show survivor. <laughs> so it's like kind of the same, you know, thing where this guy was like, yeah, I'm a survivor. Like I was, I was in Afghanistan and I survived it. And it's like, that's not the same thing. Right. So this chick pretty much had to carry him through. And I, I tell you what, man, I had a lot of respect for it. Was one lady, this lady was able to make out of leaves, like a huge, like sun hat. And this guy was just laying there wallowing around. She was climbing trees and all they could get at this point was coconuts. And she came back to the camp with like two coconuts, one for him, one for her. But she had gotten like 30 of them, but just couldn't carry all of them. And she brings him this coconut and the guy's like, really? One coconut? That's all you could have done all day? And she's like, no, it isn't. I got a whole bunch of them over there. Just got two hands though, dude. Sorry to tell you. Was she some hippie chick that no. doesn't know about survival? No. I mean, I, I guess... I don't know about a hippie. I mean, she was definitely like a like a, a wilderness person. She wasn't a hillbilly, but she Did was she like have a, a didgeridoo a... with her. Is no, that the one thing she no. brought? <laughs> right. Well, no. She ain't no hippie. Um, but actually, I would tell everybody to take a look at that show. It's it's actually pretty cool. But Sounds then, pretty cool. From that, I started talking to Nick and and Ben um, just during the week, just texting back and forth while we were driving with dogs on our laps. And I said, "Hey, mm-hmm. Les Stroud, Bear Grylls." Two other guys who do these kind of shows. Um, Bear Grylls has an actual military background. Um, he's he's British. I don't know like what military he was in, but I did read a, a short bio that said he actually was in the military. Fault for the Queen. Uh, Les Stroud is a is a musician slash survivalist, and he, dude, impressive. If you've ever watched Survivor Man or and yeah, uh, what's uh, Bear Grylls' show is um, the new one, Man vs Wild. Yeah. Oh yeah absolutely amazing how these guys are able to like there's no situation that these guys are put in and i thought to myself i'd love to see a show where they're pitted one against another where they're put on an island it's like hey whoever comes in the middle and rings this bell first to go home is the loser 
mm-hmm. just to see who who could who could beat who. A guy who's formally has a formal military training and surviving and surviving, and then this other guy who you know plays the uh, ukulele and a harmonica while he's out there surviving. <laughs> who's a badass dude? Les Stroud is a badass. Yeah. No bullshit. I mean, this guy it will literally. I mean, there's not any animal, any bug, any plant that he will not eat. I like it. And do it in a way to where you're like. I could probably see my if he if he made it I would eat it. It's not you know he's eating rats and <laughs> right, possum. Right. And, you know. What's crazy is like how they get started. Like we're gonna take care of these things first, and it's like one after another they just like get more and more stuff taken care of. I mean, don't you feel like in a situation? Not like hey, since you've just seen Les Stroud do it, I believe that there's a method though. If you watch, like you said, I mean they're building a shelter. They know like right away determining where how close they need to be to water. And you'd realize how, how really important clean water is. I mean, that's yeah. like the, if you don't have, you can go without food. Everybody on um, Naked and Afraid, I think uh, the average weight loss for every guy that made it 21 days was like 30 to 40 pounds. Holy shit. But you could tell that it was just, it was uh, like muscle and fat because they looked, wow. they still had a lot of like gelatinous fat, even people that were in shape, but you could tell the musculature was gone. So really? it, yeah, it was, it has to be a hell of a stress on your body, but without water, you you die. There's just no, I mean, you be a heat stroke and you mm-hmm. just, you know, black out and die anyway, but while they, while they can't, they, while they videotape it for TV, I would like, yeah, I, I would like to see Les Stroud and Bear Grylls go head to head. I would like to take my, just to see how long I could last or to do something like that where you're dropped off and you have your fishing gear and you have to eat. I don't even eat fish, but I would say, be nice to do a lesser version of, right. you know I mean, of maybe that. like it would be cool. Two days, three well, days. Well, yeah. Or like something that would take a weekend to right. get to or whatever. Yeah. Let's just, do it. Let's I'm broadcast down, from it. We should do that. Record Nick, it. Are you in on record that? it in deep Minnesota I'll, or something. I'll, uh, or Canada. Call it for you too. <laughs> oh, right. Nick's going to videotape. <laughs> we'll go here. against each other. I'll uh, have the water and the food. Yeah, uh, I'll be the naked one. So no, Snapchats my wang out from my campsite. <laughs> thanks, Todd, for uh, for throwing it out there. Actually, um, I know you asked me today, and I said you have to wait till hear uh, my review of it. But absolutely, a really cool show. I'll so are those out. other two shows. Again, it's on the Discovery Channel. The last episode is going to air um, this Saturday at nine o'clock. That's uh, Central Time here in Chicago land. Um, so after that, uh, I was looking around and I was te- I was telling both these guys. I said, "Man, I just feel like like I'm not a man at all when I see these guys or some of these ladies out there naked and afraid surviving." And I'm just like, I could not do any of this. So I found a list on the website. And this was from Esquire, and I'm not sure. I could it, it it wasn't credited, so I don't know if a man or woman wrote this. I'm assuming that a uh, I don't know. I, I you guys tell me after you hear the list who you think wrote this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll just be a, up for grabs because I I, couldn't, I can't tell you anyway. So 25 skills every man should have, and you tell me if you could do this, and not necessarily if you have done it. Say if you have done it, and then say if you haven't done it, say you think you could or could not do it. Okay, you're all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hot uh, skin a moose. No, no, hell no. Uh, and can you can you quarter any animal? No, I don't think so. You? What was that? Can you quarter any, like a deer or no. any any sort of field no. dress? Any sort it has of... to be loose meat in order for me to quarter it. <laughs> uh, get the attention of a busy bartender. I'm not very good at that. I'm actually really bad at that, too. I'm really good at that. Are you? Yes. No, I'm very I, good at definitely imposing my will on. I don't. Whoever. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. I'm always the guy that just. You're stands very there. Meek. I just stand there and get pissed off that he's not coming. I, I get a clock going, and it's like you got so much time, and then I'm. You just leave the bar because I, I figure like, hey, no, I, I'm the same way. Because people are like, oh, well, then you go back at the next time. You'd never get your drink ever. It's like I never it took me forever to get it the first. First time. of all, I will go up there and force my way in. 
I'm not going to give the person, the bartender, like like you said, where they're like, hey, throw a big tip up there yeah, first like you time. drop a 20 the nah, first beer. Not happening. I'll give you a tip every time I go up, like, you know, a buck or 50, whatever it is, every time. Now, if, how do you get his attention in the second round if you didn't I'd tip him? I'd push my way back up there. He's probably I just, dude, Literally, I will be like, yo! You're physically imposing then. Yes. All right. As for, I'll for, try it. For being 5'6 on a good day. What uh, if it's a chick bartender? Do you have a different strategy? No. Snap, like, snap, hey, snap, cupcake, snap. we need Jack and Cokes. Just like Kramer when he saw uh, Joe DeMant. Woo! Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I do. Um, oh, give, he was dunking. Give a good massage. No. You can't give a good massage? No. Or you don't? You have no want to? Kind of both. <laughs> I think I can I can try. I can. You fake it till you make it. I think that I think I can give a good massage, yeah, but I, yeah. I can't. I, I, I put... I, I'm too rough. I know technically I'm probably really bad at it. But I think I could give... A, there's a goal in mind i think i can give a good massage to a a man not that i want to <laughs> but the way i i just i don't know any way but to be rough with everything i do so yeah like my dad i was as far as like building something i don't know how to build anything but i sure as hell know how to destroy things that's my that's my claim to fame mm. um do you know how to fell a tree or have you ever fell a tree yeah yeah you? yeah i feel like i could do it i don't think there's that much uh now it depends on how big the tree is, but I think that... Uh, an angle. Yep, absolutely. Uh, could you buy a woman clothing? No. I like I like that, Nick. You're right up front. Get certificate or you buy your own clothing. Yeah, but it won't. she won't like it. Well, then it's a no. Oh, then no. <laughs> you Anybody, yeah, definitely you could go there and Can spend money. Can I buy shitty money. clothing? Yes. Uh, I feel like, uh, no, I cannot either. Um, fillet a fish. No, uh-uh, not at all. I did before, but I'm just gonna go with no. I can it's do been it. So long. I can fillet okay. a fish. It. You know what? I lo- I leave a lot of meat there, but I can do it. And I usually cut the shit out of my hands. I've never even tried. Well, we're gonna try on our trip. Yeah, we are. Uh, make eggs four different ways. Uh, no, I I only know like two ways. Over hard, over easy, scrambled, hard boiled. You can't do all. Oh those. yeah, I'm thinking that like a fried egg, over easy, over medium is all considered as a fried egg. I maybe it is, but mm. that's not the way I see it in my mind. Well, that's the way, way you're I'm answering that then, question. Okay, I'm with I would you say then. Omelet, yeah. scrambled, over easy, and hard boiled. So you can do that. I don't know what what kind of a what kind Please of a moron can't eggs. do that. I eat hard boiled eggs. You're on, quit a, diet. Nice you're on a diet. Right? I am. Yeah, well, but I haven't. I don't. It's the only reason anyone ever would. Uh, if I was gonna go on a long camping trip. In a, in a tent, I would be eating some hard-boiled eggs for you. Right on. Um, <laughs> uh, Google efficiently. That's just stupid. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, sew a button. No. I can do that. I can't do I'm that. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good sewer. I wish I could. Uh, counsel a crying woman. Absolutely console, not. Excuse me. Console. <laughs> I can not counsel one and I can console one. Yeah, I can do that. Sure. Nick's like, I'm, that's not even something I even want to try. I start crooning to them. I could if it was my... I usually just like, hey, I don't know the first thing about <laughs> this. I can get out of here if you want me to. Nick's like, you should call your friend. You know what I usually do is I point out how things could be a lot I worse. would call Steve over and be like, hey... He's the, he's the woman you're going to console? Or? Uh, he'd, he would help me. He, oh. would, he would do the console. You, you guys me, take I, a drive in the Prius let me tell you and something. talk it out. I know Steve well. I am very... I, it's very... I don't believe that Steve can console a, a woman. That's, you don't think so? Uh, no. Just because you think that, that Steve is a little more dainty, that doesn't mean that he, he possesses the skills to... I think he can enrage a woman, but I don't think he could definitely True. console one uh, or counsel one. Uh, look good in a picture. I cannot do that. I don't know. I, I Maybe I have before. I have, but no credit goes to me. Like They just caught it correctly. Or, right. You know what I mean? Like I can't. 
Even no. with the, the Prescott you got going? This is like... The uh, Young Republican? This is almost like... It's like punk rock meets the Waltons. Absolutely. That's a, that's a good way to describe that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Calm a crying baby. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I hope all three of us can. Yeah. never do that one. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep breeding. Calm someone else's crying baby. I wouldn't even do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Sure. Really? Sure. Parallel Park. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Wire a ceiling fan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know you're not going to believe it, but I actually have wired a ceiling fan. That's one of the things I actually have done. Stop a running toilet. Yep. Yep. I believe I can. Have not ever had to. Carve a turkey. Yep. I can't. I don't know. The right way? Yep. Did someone teach you? I Googled a couple different ways how to do it. Shame on your father. You're like, yeah, no, no shame didn't. on so mine. I'd be shaking if they're like, it's your job to cut it. I go, I know my, I think one I time know. my dad is, is, is like turned it like, it was like, it's your turn, son. And I was like, but you never showed me. And he, well, we did like really immediately had, took the electric like, knife back and was like, just, no, get the, I mean, just chop pieces or no, what? no, dude. Yeah, I, you know what? I almost want to make, what's the next holiday what, on Thanksgiving. I want to videotape my dad cutting a turkey and I'll, 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 is I'll it put it efficient on the, as can Oh be? my Lord. Yes. There's a specific way it has to be done. Yeah, then I'm, I'm a huge no. Then. All right. Um, Go ahead. What's, how does he do it? I don't know because I can't do it. I'm it's telling you. I'm saying there's a, yeah, there's a, a direction you go and there's certain things like you quarter it in different ways. Like there's a definitely because I've seen him tell other people how to do it. He, yeah. just won't. he feeling, doesn't have the patience to tell me. I'm feeling so unmanly right um, now. Please a woman. Like, I don't know. It doesn't spe- specify. In a conversation? I'm, or I'm, like, I'm assuming it means sexually. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Man. <laughs> No, I guess. You, it's I'm assuming a it means listen to how their day was, and the answer is still no. <laughs> make a drink just for her. I could probably do it, but I won't. Yeah, I, I, That's her job. If you make the drink, that's that should not Anytime be Anytime anyone's ever said, hey, make me this kind of drink, I just bring them back a beer. They're like, well, I wanted this, and I'm just like, I don't know. I, you got a Coors Light. This is a beer bar. <laughs> we don't serve yeah. fancy drinks. My wife wouldn't like it, whatever I made for her. I'll mess with people, too. I'll be like, hey, what do you want? Whiskey sour? No problem, man. I'll get you one. And then I come back with this. You just got a vodka. Here you go. Here's your book. Um, pick a ripe piece of fruit. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can. I used to be a produce mm-hmm. guy. For for years, I was a produce man. Just so you know. In my early oh, yeah? Years. Yes. I have a pro, very produce-savvy uh, family. Uh, Jumpstart a car. <laughs> if you can't do this, you need to... Nick's like, you know what? This is the one thing I've not, not tested myself on. No, I've done that a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, get a table at a restaurant. I don't understand. I guess it's the same as like waving down a bartender, like you know when there's, you know, forcing your way up there when they're busy. I'm pretty sure I've tried this. Slip the twenty to the fellow. Has it ever worked before? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I waited like five minutes after that. I don't know if it would have been longer. You know, so I really have no way. Of... It wasn't a restaurant, but I've done the thing where I've, I don't remember where it was the last time I did it. Where I, I put a twenty. I think yeah, I was with you. Like you do the thank you. Well, no, I did. It, I, I did it before to to be an asshole to somebody with Nick. Where I put a dollar. I folded up a dollar bill. And One dollar. Like, yeah. We no. We were in Indianapolis. It was probably at Ruth Chris. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> thanks, my good man, and I gave him a dollar. They're like, we were gonna sit seat you in right now anyway. That's like in There's Vegas. No um, <laughs> you remember the uh, the swingers, the guy behind the guy. Yeah, the, that whole scene. When me and my brother were in Vegas years ago, I, my brother was—he must have just been twenty-one—and we were gambling. And I'll never forget this cocktail waitress came over, and we were playing a slot machine, and she got our drink, and I flipped her a nickel, and I said, "Keep them coming all night, honey." And I—it was before I even saw Swingers, but it was the same concept. And I—I I never, she never came back. I never even got—I don't think I even got my first drink ever. So <laughs> the last time I tried to be nice. Um. And kill an injured animal. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. No problem here. Even, you know, could you kill a dog that's injured? Oof. That might be, that's like the one thing that were, it would probably be a little rough. It would be bad. I mean. Unless it was attacking a cat and I thought it was a coyote or a wolf, it would be very, very hard for me to be able to do that. My own dog died and I, like, you know, he or he was dying in my car and I still had to take him to the vet. I should have just, uh, a buddy of mine that I know, swear to God, his dog was dying. He dug a hole and shot it with a shotgun in the hole while he was crying. Like, oh. uh, I don't know why I just did that when I have the, hmm, it was a yeah, shotgun, but you yeah. get the point. Um, and shine a shoe. Can you shine a shoe? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I can too. I have a, a couple of shoes. I don't very think I proficient. learned until I was like 30, but I can. My dad, um, when I was young, he had a shoe shine kit with an electric buffer. Oh, wow. And for whatever reason, I took to it and I would shine every shoe I can get my hands on. <laughs> I'm the shoe shiner. So I do have a shine box, just like Tommy. Um, Are this you is sensitive some... about it like he was? No. Absolutely love my shine box. In <laughs> fact, I have two. Uh, somebody that we knew. So if someone's like, get your shine box, you're like, no I'm here. Problem. I got it. Hold <laughs> on. I'm going to get it. I got you. You play your cards right. I might show you my shine box. Right. Um, you talked about it. Nick, you brought it up last week. Ben had not seen it. I watched the entire run this week. Uh, oh. Orange is a new black. No. You know, I tried to go and it said content unavailable. It did some bull. Nick, I watched the first episode. I'm, I'm much like you. I'm probably going to just grind it out, watch the season. Here, Here's what happened. And this is, I don't care if it's a spoiler or not. I don't care anymore about that stuff. Uh, this book is based, it was based on a memoir called Orange is a New Black, uh, My Year in a Woman's Prison. So it's actually based on a true event uh, by a, a, a girl named Piper, which is a main character of the story's name as well. Um, she did 13 months in jail. And basically this story of, I don't know why, it doesn't say why this chick, and I didn't read her book, but the story behind this is there's a female, this Piper Chapman, who's the main character, goes to jail after basically helping this um she was involved in a heroin dealing ring uh, internationally, and she got caught bringing a suitcase full of money. And uh, you know, and so she gets roped into this. And basically, uh, Donna from uh, that '70s show. Oh, okay. Donna, she's in this. She's the other main uh, female lead, and uh, she she's basically the heroin dealer. And she, you find out later, she rats out this Piper Chapman, and that's how they both end up in prison. But a couple of things I want to say about the show. It's one thing that's really cool about it is they have a lot of really cool current references. One of the um, characters in the show, the guy who plays her husband, um, Piper Chapman's husband, is Jason Biggs. Okay. Jason Biggs to me, I don't know. I, I just can't take him seriously as. A, and this is kind of like it's not a it's not a comedy. It's like a dark comedy, so it has elements of of humor in it, but it's not a straightforward comedy. I want to give a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, for sure to Pablo Schreiber, who is the brother of Liev Schreiber. He's also, he also played Nick Sabatka in The Wire. And he plays a guy called, uh, they call him Porn Stash. He's one of the prison guards. And he is absolutely awesome in this show. Really good actor. Um, one of the other things, basically, let me just say this. As a whole, it's like, it's a show about women in prison and, and all the shit that goes on in prison. But... It's not, I, I don't know. I, like, I grinded it out like Nick said. I, I don't know. I, I will watch next season just because it ended out kind of, the, the last couple of episodes were pretty good. So we'll see what happens. But it was good enough to keep my, uh, I mean, I watched them all. So um, it's more than I can say for. It's uh, okay. 
for uh, Machine Gun Preacher, <laughs> I would suggest that people go ahead and uh, give that check it out. Watch a little bit more of it. Come back and tell me if you agree with my you know how I feel about it. Is it, it hour long episodes or what? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think yeah, like fifty two minutes or yeah, whatever yeah. they are. Um, it's and like I said, it's on Netflix, so it's free if you have Netflix. I mean, you pay for Netflix, but um, a couple of quick things: shotgun or machine machine gun God. preacher. <laughs> machine gun preacher. I'm let's just get this over with, so I don't ever have to talk about it ever again. <laughs> I finally watched this movie, half of it. It was, I believe it to be one of the worst movies I've it's ever built seen. Up to like, it's built I'm up to you, like a big status I, now. Then, you know what? Just to rub it in Nick's face, I was going to, I went on like IMDb and I was like, I can't wait. To, I'm going to pick the first five reviews. And I'll tell you, uh, it, it got some pretty decent reviews. I just don't get it. Did you check Rotten Tomatoes or whatever? Yeah, it still got some. De- I mean, obviously really? there were some bad reviews, but it got good. But got, on average, was it in the fifties, sixties, or? Um, I think yeah, I want to say it was in the sixty-five to seventy range. I mean, it was huh. a hell of a lot better than I think. That's it way better been. than After Earth. Right? I, I usually don't see Nick. I don't know what was that. Pretty bad. I usually don't see Nick, in my opinion, liking movies like this. I, I don't know why. What, what what was the draw for you? I mean, it's a true story, so I they mean, were. T- they I don't oddly enough. I never listened to Howard Stern, as you know, just because I just don't know. Yeah, but I caught a clip of him interviewing the real guy, and Howard and Robin were talking about it. And uh, it might have been when I had the uh, satellite radio for a brief time when I had gotten a new car or something, and they were talking about the movie. And I'm like, that sounds like a kind of a cool idea. And then, um, for some honestly, because I heard that it was going to be like limited release, like only released at like independent theater, like Chicago, LA, and New York. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is going to be because you a lot of times you'll catch a movie there, and they're they get, those movies that are limited release like that end up being kind of good. Right. So I'm like, oh, it sounds good. So then my wife and me were trying to see it. We couldn't find it playing anywhere. And then I guess there was just like a buzz about it. Like you and Three Floyds, like, oh, this is like a, you know, <laughs> it's supposed to be really good. They're they're you know, it's God. hard to it's hard to get. How bad were you let down? Not at all. I thought it was all right. I, I thought the first fifteen. I minutes think I of it, hyped it up probably way too much. I think not the, not trying to just like because we talked about it for so long before anyone seen. I it. think the first fifteen minutes were really cool. I liked them when you didn't. Then you thought right? they were really cool. I thought as far as the whole movie the goes, first, I thought like, it was like I thought it was horrendous. like a grindhouse movie. Like uh, that's what I looked at it as. Like I'm like, oh, this is this is like Death Proof, where it's it's supposed to look really shitty. I don't think it was supposed. It to. wasn't. I think it just did no, look it really wasn't. shitty. It was definitely low budget. But I I would say the other thing is is. Blood Diamond is such a good movie mm. that, like, I looked at this and I was like, this is a poor man's Blood Diamond. And I like Gerard Butler's awesome. So that's, like, another thing I'm like. And so is, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Moynihan. Is it Michelle? Bridget. No, no, it? no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. She played, she played yeah, the, the, the wife. wife. Um, she's usually pretty good. Yeah. yeah she She's Gone Baby Gone, man. It's a badass movie. Yeah, she's awesome it in it. But anyway. I just did not. I would tell and I would tell anyone go see Smurfs two before this movie. That's <laughs> no, my I recommendation. No, I don't go that far. I'm telling you, it, but I wish you guys. I wish I would have saw this before you asked me those questionnaires or whatever. Because the worst accent, dude, Gerard Butler trying to do a a, a hillbilly from Pennsylvania. It, I mean, the well, Pennsylvania is hard enough or whatever. Yeah, well, okay, I, mean, he's I just from, want to get from over there somewhere. He plays but, Australian. But it, Whatever. it, but it comes part of the United out, Kingdom. It comes out hardcore, you know. He'd be like, "I'm just a hillbilly from Pennsylvania, like well, coming to get you." I think Pennsylvania is hard to do anyway because it, it's yeah, got a weird. Yeah. It's just got a weird sound to it. There's a part in the first like 20 minutes where he's like, "No, you're, he's like, <laughs> his wife's trying to leave the strip club, and he's like, 
you're going to go back there and ask for your old slot back or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, what kind of strip club owner goes, like, here's my slot. I just don't have room for one more whore. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to get your 615 I, slot back. And I, I don't know. I started to, like, my eyes started to gloss I thought the beginning over. when they went in and they robbed, they robbed the drug dealers, I was like, this is going to be a badass movie. It's going to be, like, uh, Mean Streets or something. But then uh, it just it, blah, blah. Then was, it turned out to have Conscious. And I was like, I don't want to watch a movie about Coney. I don't see, watch I got a, a little more about... into it at that point. I was like, well, it's about Did you see Blood Diamond? I don't want to be a dick. Now. Yeah, it was a really good Amazing movie. movie. Yeah, really and good. that's why I'm saying, like, you know. Now, I, that's I, an American Pulling off an Australian or a South African accent, yeah, dude, nothing. With an a plus. Guy, that that guy could pull off my wife's shirt. I wouldn't care. Yeah, that's how I great would. he is. I love Leo because he he wouldn't because he's a gentleman. That's right. While no, we're talking about oh, movies, I did not see Rip PD or whatever RIPD Ryan Reynolds with Jeff Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. But I wonder if Jeff Bridges got into got into that movie and was like, "This is a piece of shit," and then decided, you know what? I'm gonna play Rooster Cogburn from Shadrid, and I don't give a shit what they say about it. He just and dusts just, off an old, yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're like, "You're supposed to be playing some kind of edgy or cool." No, I'm playing this. You're like, supposed to be a detective from Dude, the '30s. I, too late. Let me say yeah, this. Too late. Rooster Cogburn, his version in True Grit was so good. I'm happy to see him continue on with the character. Yeah, I, mean, I wish there was a True Grit too. That yeah, True Grit yeah. was awesome. so. Aw- I, I don't. It doesn't get it. When I say like Unforgiven to me. Tombstone and Unforgiven, man. I don't know which one I like better, but that new True Grit. Tombstone's more entertaining. As far as remakes of movies, and that was more of a shot by shot remake than a reboot. It was definitely like like the old. Yeah, it's quite similar. Dude, awesome movie. Great. And then for the Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges. Is that it for Two Trick Pony? Is that it for Rod? Yes, he died. Now he's part of R.I.P.D. We'll never have to see him again. Isn't that just Men in Black three though, or four, or whatever? That's exactly what I thought when I see him. Just Men in Black, just like a different version of that. And they find the white dude, and and they find an old white guy and a young white guy instead of you know Will Smith. You know he was busy making some other shit movie Mm -hmm. with obviously with his kid in it. No, but the Ryan Reynolds thing is that it for him? You guys think? Oh, I think the guys. Well, you know he's definitely still he's they're still talking about a Deadpool movie. I just read something the other day where yeah, he's like, no, he, I, saw he, I think with he, this, he could be done because he hasn't had anything good in a while. Well, he, well, first of all, I mean, he's definitely in the process of making a, a, a Green Lantern for sure. A sequel to and that? I think they're making they like sure a Justice League movie. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't no? know if that's just all for sure. Well, I know they're making a Justice League movie. I feel so like he yeah, always, they, well, I've heard with that, they're talking about all the, they're not having any of the people that played the part in the original movie. I just laughed because a couple of years ago, when before Green Lantern came out, I mean, this guy was on his way to the A-list. Like, this guy was, like, there, yeah. he was all kinds of buzz about him. Well, he married the guy, the guy, yeah. That guy is A-list. definitely on the paleo diet. Yeah, and now it's like, man, this guy just is doing some shitty movies. All right, all right. It's I like, he used, you know, to, he used to be waiting, Blade 3, come now on. we got... You're making, you're putting TV. him in, like, Justin Timberlake territory. <laughs> No, oh. this this guy is. You've not seen what he can do yet. So you're I not feel, saying he's done. You're saying he's only the beginning. I think the thing about Ryan Reynolds is, I always look at the fact that like when you guys you guys displayed three, like oh it was he was the reason it wasn't cool because no, it, you know, I, I didn't no, say that I know, I know you didn't. I'm saying that I'm projecting that. I think Ben, I don't know if maybe you said something that made me think. Yeah, that, I thought Blade Three was kind of lame because of him. No, because his character. He doesn't get. I don't think it's him. I think it's the roles. I, they want him to play somebody that's kind of a douche to start. He, they. All, I guarantee that whenever he's cast in a movie, they want him to use that the like, snarky. Yeah, like, and it's just it's kind of what he kind of does. Here's the thing. Course, that's yeah. why he would be an awesome Deadpool. And I. I don't know why. I mean, here's the thing. You can't make a Deadpool movie unless it's rated R. Or, or like a, it's got to be like or no rating because it's it's got to be violent. It's got well, you know he's more violent than the Punisher. Yeah. So that's the thing that'll. And if they do, it'll just be a piece of shit. So. Um, no, I think the guy's funny. He was in that movie with um, Jason... Um, with Luis Guzman, waiting. 
No, that movie sucks. The, well, that oh, hey, speaking that of that, I was going to tell you, I was, watching, Batwing. I was watching uh, Lethal Weapon 2 today, and I saw that uh, Hank Schrader is in it. Yeah, you really? Know? Yeah, is he's it? one of the narc guys that gets killed. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. He looks, he's a hell of a lot younger, but he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Um, Poor man's Vic Mackey. Great movie, yeah. but I have to wonder why, I was telling Nick, I go, why the hell does Roger keep going back to it? And every, all the movies... Or especially in this one, he goes back to his house four times, and every single time the terrorists are there waiting for him or abduct him from that house. Or it's like they they, they staked out a surveillance on his house, but the police department hasn't figured out that they should be doing. You this you thing. can call the police department. And go, where does Roger live? They tell you it's that <laughs> yeah. easy. He's just in a phone book back then. <laughs> I'm looking for one new Roger. <laughs> Oh, they call it, like thick accents. And it, I made a Vine video actually, pretty funny. Yeah. As you saw it, where like because it was funny. There's this scene where. Um, What's his Mel name? Gibson basically Mel... like trespasses into the embassy. He goes he goes into the embassy of these South Africans and he calls the guys like what are you? He's hiding Aaron? by the door and they come in. He's like Aaron, Aryan, whatever you are. He's like get out of my country. He basically says like this guy like yeah, you're, you're racist. An you're an anti semite. You need to leave my country. And it's like wow, we've really come along. That's before we knew the truth. A couple of quick yes or no's. Cologne. Wearing it? No, drinking it, motherfucker. Yeah, wearing it. <laughs> No, yeah. like I'm not answering it now. You can, uh, yeah. What do you get out of my food? You wear cologne? No, but I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> Why don't you wear my it? My deodorant usually smells good enough. <laughs> no, All right. it doesn't. I have two. I have two. We need to talk to you. I have this two. is how we wanted to bring this up to you. <laughs> I have two, but like I'll buy a bottle and it'll last me like two or three years. You know what I mean? Like a little bit That's, here I've and had, there. I've the had X body spray. You know, I've had make this, it last. I've had the same bottle of uh, Obsession for 10 years. So 10 years? Yeah. I it's a big bottle. Long. I have a bottle of Kenneth. You know what? Cole, I usually them, don't. And it's uh, been years. Probably four years. I actually. think that my natural musk is, uh, is the pheromones and everything are. are good. Well, there's I, certainly know, DNA evidence I, to back I, that I up. I did. Um, I got a little crazy for a while, man. I started using the uh, Tom's of Maine deodorant, where you smell all, you smell natural. like you smell like nothing. It's well, that's the fine. Thing ever. No. Does like, it work I, though? I thought it worked. As great. long as you don't stink, I'm and for it. it. I don't it, need my deodorant to smell like shit. Because you know what? I was listening to Adam Carolla talking about the iron and like they were. I read somewhere about the you know the iron that they put inside yeah, the deodorant. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about it. he's like aluminum yeah, too. Oh, that's what I meant. Aluminum. Oh, I'm sorry. I, they only made like one freight. It was like a, a female. I think it's for women. I don't even know, but it's it's an antiperspirant. It worked really good. And it, I was like, man, I'm, I'm feeling like. But that's that's my thing with deodorant. I don't want it to smell like. I, w- I want to not smell. I don't want you to add to me. I don't need you to whatever. That's, you what, smoke cologne, that's what cologne's for. No, I haven't in a while, like here and there, whatever. But no, I just want it to not, you know what I mean? Gotcha. I want to not. So that's a yes or no on cologne? Yes. I'm too, yes. Sushi? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we went through those. Yeah, I have limited experience with sushi. I haven't had it a ton of times. And what I've had has always been, most of it has been pretty awesome, actually. I've actually, that's like. Last year, every year I, I open up some uh, sushi a couple years ago. I'm trying to think, like, every year I'll add something new. Like, I had guacamole for the first time, like, two years ago, my whole life. Really? Yeah. Where I didn't have been? chili until I was, like, 22. Really? No, I swear to God. Just because I, I'm, like, one of these people that, like, I, if I don't like it, I write it off forever. A buddy of mine's wife yeah, but made... Yeah, guacamole is, like, a staple. That's, like, in restaurants. A buddy of mine's wife made chili, and I was, like, I'm not eating it. He was eating vegetables. Yeah. And she goes, uh, you're going to eat it. <laughs> Just have some, and I, like he, I, I felt bad, so I had it, and I ate like ten bowls. I was like, what, "Where have you been?" You've never had life? chili. Never had it. Like by the time, like I said, I was probably 21, 2021. Your parents Your mother never made you chili. No, she made it. I wouldn't eat it. Really? She made baked beans. But you don't like I, vegetables, I but you won't eat a bowl of meat. Yeah, 
I didn't like beans because my mom made baked beans and I hate the taste of sweet, you know, sweet. Yeah. I don't like, I always just like vegetables. I attributed beans to being tasting like that. Wow. So I just never so wanted. So you making them for lost time and just eating chili for breakfast? Oh, dude, I could eat. Uh, my chili uh, Steve, Steve's wife, my sister-in-law, one time mm-hmm. made me a five-gallon bat of chili and I ate it for two weeks straight. Five <laughs> That's all I ate for every meal is chili. You're like talking to people at work, have you guys tried this chili? It's it was, it, well, just so you know. Because I know you, it makes me sound like a huge fat ass. I, it was it was turkey chili. Mm, so, oh, okay. And I was measuring it out two cups. I mean, it was when I was on a diet. That's <laughs> what I did. On a diet, my, so you ate five gallons of chili. I, yes, and I lost a lot of weight. The chili just, diet. The chili diet. Um, <laughs> so that was it for pretty much everything that we had uh, content wise. Unless you guys, you know what? Actually, there was a question. I think I skipped over um, yes a Twitter ones. question from. At D E E underscore A Y E underscore B E E D I B. I guess that's what that uh, also known as Dave Brock. Uh, it says, "Is there a specific comedian and/or podcast who inspired your show? If so, who and why?" I would say Bill Burr, kind of just because I really thought his act was funny. I would in the beginning for sure. Like obviously, Howard Stern's radio show is what always you know push me toward radio from the from day one but as far as uh podcasting goes yeah probably adam carolla and, and and then bill burr even more so because it was more of a like non-professional style just him getting on there and riffing mm-hmm. and um basically like i said you could just get out there and do whatever you wanted and me and nick just basically started doing it i know i'm gonna say basically like 10 times in a row at the beginning i think episode one and we maybe had like 10 to 12 listens and i mean well i did it because i listened to morning radio like 101.9 at least just i don't listen to them but i know how bad they suck and i'm like i could do this and well and now we're at episode 37 and like i said you know our uh i think our best episode so far i mean we've had over a thousand listens so i mean from from having nobody listen to us and me and nick doing it for ourselves and pretty much zero publicity just word of mouth which has been awesome and uh, again, lately, again, we just had like a hu- another huge burst in, in, uh, listeners this last, uh, the last podcast we did. So it's either attributed to Ben being good or Steve being really bad. I don't know. <laughs> the, the jury's still out on that. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, Bill Burr in the beginning, Adam Carolla. Just a reminder to that. Like if you, if you did just start listening to it or if somebody, you know, told you about it, or if you're one of our friends or whatever, um, please, the the biggest thing you could do is like it on Facebook, go on iTunes, add a comment, tell it, but the, even bigger than that, tell a friend, um, you know, even if whatever, you just listen to it, you're on your way to work, tell a friend cause there really is no advertising. So if you don't tell somebody it won't happen. So just say, Hey, what I know you listen to Eric and Kathy, that show blows. Try this instead in the morning, and that's a gigantic help. So please do that. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, obviously, hopefully, with us doing it one time a week for an hour, hour and a half, and this one's going to be an hour and 45 minutes, um, it's a little bit, It's you, you don't get, you know, we keep it fresh because, like I said, we there's a, usually a week at least uh, in between podcasts. So um, we'd, li- we'd like to ask you guys to participate and help out go on the butterfly radio app, leave us a message. We have a hotline number, um, which is on our Facebook page. I don't remember it offhand. Uh, our Facebook page is Facebook forward slash Hey, man. Uh, we have a Twitter, which is at Hey, 2012. Mine is at stupor Dave Inc. Nick's is at Nick four eighty eight. Ben yours is Lannister eight zero at Lannister eight zero. Um, and just so you know, this is the plan for next time. Uh, we're going to do a, 
top five list show. So what we want to do is we're going to have as many top five lists as possible. We want you guys to go to the Facebook, the Twitter, the, the Gmail, the um, Butterfly Radio page and ask, just come up with, hey, I want you guys to list your top five this, that, i.e. movies, TV shows, restaurants, uh, you know, designers. I don't care what it is. And we just want to uh, pack it full with people asking us some good top fives and Obviously, we'll round it out with some news and, and, and other junk like that. As of the date of this podcast, 11 days and counting until the new season premiere of the final eight episodes of Breaking oh, Bad. Wait. Oh, crazy can't thing wait. about that, too, is I guess uh, Brian Cranston walked around the uh, San Diego Comic-Con in costume, and no one noticed him. Pork pie hat? No, a bald, just the bald. And, oh, you know, okay. No, he was no, in height. Nobody, in no, nobody realized he was, uh, he was even Are, him. are you really? expecting it to end... Uh, like it's going to be I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to hold that for the next episode. We're running long. And I Keep wanna, that question in mind then. The yeah. last thing I want to say real quick, um, Joe Rogan has a new show called Joe Rogan Questions Everything. It's on uh, Wednesday nights. It's on the Sci-Fi Channel. And ba- he j- the first episode was him basically calling out people who believe the existence of uh, Sasquatch. And uh, he's actually surprised at, at what he finds out. So check that show out. Um, again, that was the first episode. So there's going to be a ton more. It's Wednesdays, 9 o'clock on the Sci-Fi Channel. Um, I think that's it. So we will see you for the top five episode.
sound, the day is new And everyone is waiting, waiting on you 